Thank you. Okay, we're starting with five seconds of silence. Ready? Yeah. Go. Oh my God, that was so hard. It was impossible. (laughs) That was impossible. I don't know. Oh my god! I wasn't even looking at you. I, I just immediately wanted to laugh. I know. We literally can't sit for five seconds and not talk. I mean, millennials, right? I I'm pretty sure I checked my Instagram twice during that five seconds. <laughs> I Snapchatted that. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Don't even have a Snapchat account. Um, oh. I had to get mine off. It was taking up too much room on my old ass phone. Oh, I never even had it. I gotta say. Snapchat was a thing where I was like, oh, this is what single people do. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's like... You lay on your couch and then you take pictures of your face with funny faces on your face. Oh, that sounds fun. That's My what you do. funny enough, though. You know, it's like what you do because you don't have anyone who loves you sitting on a couch next to you. So you take oh. pictures of your face and... I love you. Oh my god. (laughs) Guys, this is gonna be a real emotional episode. Mostly for both of us. Because for you guys, nothing has changed. Only one week has passed between episodes because we record we stack them, we record them in advance. But for us, several weeks have passed since we last recorded. It feels like a lifetime. Mm -hmm. A lifetime. And we have had a week. We've we had, have had quite a week. Yeah. And this is the first normal day I've had. So we I um had a big week last week. Mm-hmm. My last day I quit my my job. Yep. I haven't yet said where I work, but I probably won't because we yeah. talked about Debbie a lot. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. fake my boss with the fake name. And all your coworkers. And all my coworkers. Mm-hmm. So I still won't say it, but I, I quit a very busy awesome but very stressful job in TV production at a studio and um, my last day was on Friday and then on Saturday morning I went uh, to get an acupuncture treatment um, and the needle went too deep in my back and it punctured my lung and my lung collapsed and I went to the ER because I knew something was wrong Um, and long story short I was there for five days And it sucked so bad and there was a chest tube in me for five days and it was the most pain I had ever been in in my life. And of course, the day that Tammy came to visit me, the doctors thought it was a good day to clamp my chest tube because they thought I could be get taken off of this machine. And while the poor thing's sitting there like being so sweet and entertaining me and making me laugh, I was like in the worst fucking pain all over again. It's because my chest was Mm re-collapsing. And then they, right as you guys were leaving, they gave me... Like the highest dose of pain med they had given me. Yeah. It's a medicine that's 10 times stronger than morphine. And I wasn't feeling the effects, but then it made me throw up like right after you guys left. Of course. And I was just like, oh my God, get me out of here. Yeah. And it was really shitty. And so thankfully my mom was flying in for a visit. Yeah. Like she – and she had been saying all along, she's like, I want you to be done with work by the time I come visit. I want it to be a celebration. You're going to be too stressed out. You need to leave this job. It's like harming your health, like physically, Mm -hmm. mentally. And so she just so happened to be on her way, which was so incredibly helpful because poor Ithamar was – he was an angel as always, but it was nice to have her. And she left yesterday and Ithamar had a full day of auditions today and a wardrobe fitting and – this is my first day out of the house all by myself. All by yourself. <laughs> all by myself. So immediately she came to me. <laughs> to do a double podcast record. So the only thing that's different today uh-huh. is that I'm just not drinking yet. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm on pain meds. It's just because I get tired very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And this is my first day driving around town by myself. Yeah. So I've got some stitches and staples yep. in my side. Yep. I'm all patched up. And... um. I hope I don't stink too bad because – You don't. I have only been able to take two showers, but oh my God. I mean, same, but that's <laughs> that's pretty normal for me. So, uh, so this is a really, really beautiful episode for us. <laughs> we're, we're starting at a new studio too uh-huh. today and 
We're and very I'm, excited. Thank you so much for new being beginnings. There for me. Oh my god! Tammy did the social media post for last week's episode. Oh my god! And I was just listening to last week's episode today because yeah. I hadn't been. I, I was just too weak. I couldn't even lift my phone. At the was doing yeah. all my texting yeah. for me and. And so I was finally listening to it. And in the in the end, we're doing Lolly's Up Ghost Impersonal and we're laughing. And you're like, you know, I told her if one of us dies, she's re- the <gasps> replacement. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. I know. And I was like, <gasps> whoops. <laughs> my lung did a qu- little quiver. Oh, my gosh. Shaking in my, in my rib cage. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Um, Isn't that crazy? So I was I'm like, not yet, Lale. Are I you was, making that noise? Yeah, I don't think it'll be on the recording. Okay, it's though. just in my headphones. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so uh, I was texting Amy on Saturday because <laughs> we were going to come record on Sunday. And I was like, hey, I've got to go to this thing. So I got to figure everything out. So here's what I think we should do. And I'm going to jump in the shower. Bye. <laughs> and then I get a text that's like, hi, this is Ithamar. Unfortunately, Amy's in the hospital with a collapsed lung, but she really likes those topics. Might have to reschedule. And I was just like, holy shit, what? <laughs> I know. I, he read it. I was like, what did she? This is before they did the procedure. So I was yeah. still just in pain, but in the emergency room yeah. bed. And so I wasn't under any medicine or anything yet. And I, they hadn't worked on me. And um, I'm like, what'd she say? And he said, uh, in all capitals, she wrote, holy shit, Ithamar. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What hospital? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I ended up calling our friend Holly, who who came on uh, the next day, too. Yeah. Uh, I ended up calling Holly to be like, hey, just FYI, this is what's going on with Amy right now. And the first thing she said was, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, no, 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 no. This is Amy. This is happening to Amy. She goes, yeah, I know. But are you okay? <laughs> and then Aww. then we talked on the phone for like an hour and a half. Um, and uh, and then the next day she told me that when, uh, when I called, she said my voice had the same tone as when I called to let her know I was fine, but I was getting a divorce. <laughs> so she was like, it was the same, like a little too high yeah. and a little too in control. Like everything's fine, mm-hmm. but. Just FYI. Everything's cool. It's going to be good. Everything's – it's is all going to be okay. But Amy is not okay. breathing on her own right now. But it's oh fine. God. Well, the last thing I'll say and then we can do our actual Banshees and Booze podcast. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Okay, Today great. it's virgin shot. Yeah, um, speak for yourself. <laughs> so I had to – the last thing I remember before they um, – gave me my injection of the drug that they gave me to put me yeah, under. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this makes me so sad, but I knew because I was in the emergency room for a while, but they saw me right away. They were just doing all these tests. And I was like, I know that chest, chest x-ray is going to show something. I mm-hmm. think that being face down on the table, a rib might've shifted and it's just pressing on my lungs. Yeah. So it's probably just a chiropractor visit, whatever, yeah, yeah. or embarrassingly enough, it's the worst heartburn of my life, right? Only on one side. So the, when I got into my next bed and in the room, they were like, okay, here's a plastic bag for all of your clothes. Just put everything you own in here. And I knew I wasn't going, going to go home. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. But we still don't know what to expect. And like when he gave us the, the doctor gave us the news, we, it was no pun intended, like a gut punch, like like the wind was knocked right out of me. And you could see Ithamar was also trying to be really, really brave, mm-hmm. but also it looked like he was going to yeah. collapse from fear. It was so scary just to hear that news and like how rare that is too. And, and so then explaining the procedure and we're like, wait, that's going to happen like right now? He's like, yep. We're like, right now? He's like, yes, it has to happen now. We're going to we're going to collapse the rest of, of the air out of your lung, and it's going to sound like air coming out of a balloon. You can even hear it if you wanted to. And I'm like, no. No, thank you. I'd rather you put me under. Actually, thank you very much. Yeah. And I was shaking really badly because of nerves. So, like, my whole body was, like, shaking bad. So, I was like, no, you know, you need to put me under. So, the last thing I remember seeing was Ithamar, like, kind of backing out of the room because I said, why don't you leave before they give me the drugs? And then there was, like, the doctor – like five nurses and then like an, an older woman um, put my hand arm in a restraining device like because they needed it to stay uh, back above uh, my head so they could get into they oh, could yeah. cut into me yeah and the, and then I just saw the and the last thing I told him was like okay can you call my mom and then have her call my sisters and then 
tell Tammy and then Tammy can tell Holly. He's like, okay. And in retrospect, I'm like, oh my God, the poor thing. He had to not only wait 40 minutes for me to come out of this, but then make all of those calls. Well, that, that felt so bad. No, because that's good. Cause you want to be busy during that time. That's too. true. He did. That's he did true. a great job. He called me. He had a good, like he had a little script. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, it was, uh, much like Holly could tell from my tone of voice what was going on, uh, everything he said was perfect. And Aww. I could also tell that he was so fucking furious. <laughs> he called the acupuncturist. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> um, I, was talking to, I was talking to Holly and she was like, oh, I, I bet that lady feels really bad. And I was like, yeah, I talked to Ithamar. I have a strong – she goes, do you think she knows what's going on? I was like, I think she knows. <laughs> he, I did not tell him to – I was no, like, you don't have to. And I – because he's like, of course, my – one of my first things I said was like, I feel so bad for her. Yeah. Because she's six months pregnant. She's going to feel terrible. Oh. But also she fucked up and needed yeah, to yeah, know. Yeah. But um, I know it wasn't intentional. It wasn't malicious. But hello. It was a real happen. freak accident. It was. So as I was coming – out of the worst fucking trip of my life. It was bad. I was hoping I would like meet my spirit guides and, under this drug and have a wonderful experience. Guys, Amy was in the ER for emergency surgery and was still trying to self-improve. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, let's do this. It's going to be so great. I've never had to go under before, so I was afraid that it would have com- – I was like, are there going to be complications? Yeah, could it kill me? He's like, well, we're giving you is stuff that we give kids. It's uh, The street name is Special K. I was like, I've heard of that drug. <laughs> but it was a giant fucking syringe of it going right into my IV Ugh. and within like two seconds. It wasn't even done and I was like, goodbye world. <laughs> I actually had a really, really traumatizing trip. It was super scary. When I came out of it, I was saying something and the nurse goes, who's Tammy? <laughs> I can't. And I was still really fucked up and I couldn't – I didn't know what was going on still and I and I was mumbling and it's like when you're so drunk and you're trying to get your words out. I don't know what that's yeah, like. Yeah, you don't know what that's like at all. And I was like – and I said – I know I said this because I could hear myself trying to say it. I was like, she's my best friend and comedy partner. <laughs> and the nurse goes, aww. But then I started insisting you were there and she's like, no, I don't th- – I said, no, I hear her voice. She's like, no, there's no Tammy here. I said, she's outside talking to Ithamar. And I, I must have heard, just heard a man and a woman speaking. Yeah. And I was getting – then I was getting upset because I'm like, Ithamar and Tammy are outside. I hear them talking. They're right outside the door. Can you get them? And she's like, there's no Tammy and, and they're not out there. I'm like, where's my husband? <laughs> <laughs> so then they – the older woman who was restraining me, she she went and got Ithamar and brought yeah. him in and – I was like, is Tammy out there with you? He's like, no. I said, how much time went by? He's like, 40 minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah, she couldn't have gotten here. (laughs) But I love that as I was coming out, the first thing I hear is, who's Tammy? (laughs) (laughs) Of fucking course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Ride or die, sister. I love you. I love you so much. So, guys. Hey, do that was like, you want to talk about ghosts? Or do you want to talk about ghosts? No, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I do, I do. Um, if only we hadn't just done hospitals so recently. I know. It's the more of suggest. He's like, oh, maybe you guys should just reap. Maybe you should take a break and just repeat the hospitals episode. Yeah. I go, that's the one where I was really, really shit faced, and I edited like half of it oh, out. Yeah. So let's not do hospital, that hospital episode again. <laughs> but today we're just back on track as yep. we were originally planning mm-hmm. the day my lung collapsed. And today is prisons. That is right, Amy. Mm-hmm. And since Girl. Amy is teetotaling this week, uh, she invented her drink and then I uh, uh, amended for me. We- because I don't know if you know this. But I take on uh, stress pretty readily these days, and Amy was real sick, and it scared me, and now I need to drink a lot. So, <laughs> you poor baby. See, so, listen to her. So natu- I know. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, you know, I thought we should have, since it's prisons, we will mm-hmm. have 
toilet wine. Toilet wine. I named it telepathic toilet wine. Oh, I like yes. it. Yes. So I am having uh, from Pressed Juicery. Does that not look like toilet it wine to like you? It looks like toilet wine, It you is guys. gross. It's delicious. It's apple, pineapple, mint, and aloe vera juice. Oh. But it's got this weird greenish hue. And oh, yeah. I read that apples are good for lung health. So I said, oh. all right, give me some apple juice. Very nice. Um, yep. So that's my toilet wine. And Tammy, what is your toilet wine? My toilet wine is Sutter Home, which is just <laughs> toilet wine. <laughs> and a little mini bottle because um, I wanted a twist top. I just, I can't be bothered with a corking no, girl. these days. No, life's too so, short. Life's too short for life's corks. too short for corks. Um, so, so cheers. Telepathic toilet, toilet wine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Listen, you can hear the little chug chug of my tiny wine bottle. You ready? <laughs> it's so gentle. It's so cute. Bloop, 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 bloop. It's such a tiny little bottle. It's such a tiny little bottle. Amy, this this literally, God, this brings me home. This brings me Sutter home. Uh, I literally went and I haven't had the mini the mini bottles since of wine the old days. since the old days and tell you what nothing takes you home like drinking the shit wine you used to uh drink in your ghost show <laughs> <laughs> that we would keep in our back pocket we would, keep literally. In our, we would literally stick it in <laughs> oh our back my pocket god. oh my gosh memories i mean and it grew on us too we were like you know what this actually this is, not, is bad. not bad. It is bad. No, yeah. It's like, isn't it full of arsenic? And we just Yeah, I think that like science said that these cheaper wines actually have traces of arsenic in them. But mm-hmm. hey, that's why you get a little drunker faster. Exactly. It and you know, you. you know what? Maybe I will withstand a future slow poisoning by a husband or something because, there, because I've built up tolerance. There you go. See, guys, everything we do is with purpose. Plan for everything. <laughs> Oh, Tams. Oh, my Amy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, what? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, Yeah, I can. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. Okay, sure. that sounds lovely. Let's do it. After you. Oh, thank you. All right. So, you know, I did Alcatraz. I'm so excited. <laughs> I forgot. I, I like double checked this morning to make sure I didn't do the same. I was like, oh, yeah, duh. There's so many haunted prisons. Mm-hmm. At the Marvel shooting in one not too long ago, mm-hmm. I there was like a haunted prison cell in the haunted hospital mm-hmm. that I was shot in once. But I was like, whoa, I don't know anything about Alcatraz, to be honest. Never been to San Francisco. Would love to visit it someday. I'm going in October. Maybe I'll make a little trip over to Alcatraz. Yeah. Less. Yeah. I've never been to Northern California. Isn't that crazy? I love I went to San Francisco. It was literally exactly two years ago when I was in San Francisco last. And oh, that's great. uh yeah, I'm gonna go I think I think stay like two days maybe. Figure I'm gonna it go. Out. I'll Very check it out. Flexy, flexy. Mm, I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I did Alcatraz, and because it's new to me, I did a little research about it. Mm-hmm. I'll be brief. Okay. Uh, so, Alcatraz Island is located about a mile off the coast of San Francisco in the San Francisco Bay. The small island was developed with facilities for a lighthouse, a military fortification, and a military prison in the 1820s. Damn, it is old. And prior to that, it was Native American land. Like everything. Match. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in 1933, it was acquired by the U.S. Department of Justice, and the island became a federal prison. Alcatraz, known as The Rock, mm-hmm. was designed to hold prisoners who continuously caused trouble at other federal prisons. Mm, it's Naughty Boy Rock. Naughty Boy Rock. During the 29 years it was in use, the jail held some of the most notorious criminals in American history, such as Al Capone. Wait a minute. Really? Yes. Really. Uh oh, was he in your prison too? He was. I have a he's been in a lot been of prisons. In a prisons. lot of prisons. He was transferred there, then he was transferred somewhere else at the end of his mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Okay. Um, and George Machine Gun Kelly. Mm. Because the prison cost so much to operate and the salty air was quickly eroding the buildings, then Attorney General uh, JFK closed Alcatraz in 1963. The ghost stuff, the ghost stuff. Okay, my lungs not fully back yet, I guess, huh? <laughs> That was my introduction music. Was it music. RFK? No, it's a JFK. Well, he was already the president. He was already dead. <gasps> he was he was the president, and then he was dead in November of 64. Did his ghost shut it down? Oh. Okay, that's canon. Wait, okay, okay. What if it was 
President JFK. Maybe President before JFK. Before he got shot. Because that wasn't in November of 63? It was November. So this closed, I feel like it was in February? I feel like people are yelling at us. They're yelling at us. Okay, uh, so I cited a lot of websites and one of them was wrong, you guys. A ghost <gasps> website was wrong? Yeah, a ghost website was wrong. Is so Oh mad. my God. Mm-hmm. I'm Googling because now I need to know. Maybe it was 64. I feel like it was 63, though, because there was a TV series, mm-hmm. short-lived, I think it was on Hulu, I think it was called it's 1963. Called 63. Yeah. Yeah, November 22nd, 1963. Oh, so he was totally the president, not the freaking attorney general. So it was also when Doctor Who aired for the first time. <laughs> My gosh, she got it in. There's got to be a Harry Potter uh-huh. or a Doctor uh-huh. Who. Yep. Or football. Um, yeah. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. It was a big year. Was, Doctor Who. JFK. My parents were born that year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Big year, guys. Yeah. Alcatraz closed. JFK was shot. Doctor Who premiered. Yes. And Tammy's parents were born. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Here's the ghost ship. So often described as a portal to another dimension, Alcatraz is filled with the energy of those who came to the rock and seemingly never left. Mm. From its first visitors, tales and legends of the island have circulated for several centuries. In the beginning, Native Americans believed the island to be inhabited by evil spirits. While the island served as a federal penitentiary, a number of guards reported extraordinary experiences, including hearing the sounds of sobbing and moaning, terrible smells, and reports of what they called the thing, an entity that was said to appear with glowing eyes. No. Other reports were made um, of phantom prisoners and soldiers appearing before the guards and families who lived on the island. So even if the Native Americans thought it was already inhabited by evil spirits, and they actually, back in the old, old days, would send their tribe members who broke tribal rule and tribal They're code. They naughty boys. They were the, they sent the naughty boys there too. Oh my so gosh. This was always a bad juju mm-hmm. place, even yeah. way before Alcatraz was yeah. built. Um, okay, so reportedly, even Warden Johnston, what's his full name? That's a good warden name. Though. I don't know his whole name. Okay, yeah. Warden Johnston. So he was a non-believer. Mm-hmm. But once he encountered the unmistakable sounds of a woman sobbing while leading a number of guests on a tour of the prison. The cries heard by not only the warden but also the guests were described as coming from the inside of the walls of the dungeon. Oh, wh- Ju- I hold know. on. There was a dungeon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a dungeon. They also called it like the hole, which all oh, – yeah. yeah. It was where the bad, 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 mm-hmm. bad peoples went. It was pretty much solitary confinement. Pretty much solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. Um, my stitches are itching me so bad right oh, now. I'm no. so trying not to touch them. Eekies. Um You want to okay. scratch my arm instead? <laughs> oh, that's the most gentle scratching. <laughs> I don't want to no, 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 hurt you. <laughs> You've got such soft skin. Oh, thank Tammy's you. like a porcelain doll. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the cries. Okay. So they were described as coming from inside the walls of the dungeon, just as the sobbing stopped an icy cold wind blew through the group. Since the 1940s, apparitions have been seen at the site of the now burned out shell of the warden's house. So after Alcatraz closed down, Native American protesters moved onto the island to protest the treatment of Native Americans. And so during that time... There was, like, a lot of fires on the island. They don't know who was in charge of that. Like, did the protesters light fires or did the U.S., you know. Oh, were they, like, yeah. Like, trying to, like, scare them off, the, mm-hmm. you know. So, anyway, a lot of the structures were burnt. So, now the warden's house is just a burnt-out shell. Um, but in the 1940s, during a Christmas party at Warden Johnston's house, several guards told the story of a ghostly man who suddenly appeared before them wearing a gray suit, brimmed cap, and sporting mutton chop sideburns. <laughs> Could be from the Civil War or the 60s, oh, and really? 1960s, actually. <laughs> As these startled guards stared at the apparition, the room suddenly turned very cold and the fire in the stove burned out. Less than a minute later, the spirit vanished. So, General or Warden Johnston, I think you need to start believing. Yeah, I mean, come right? on, come, come on, on buddy. Mm-hmm. Often, it has been reported that on foggy nights, the old lighthouse, which I'm assuming 
is also burnt down or deteriorated, or maybe they built a new one, because mm. it said the old lighthouse, will suddenly appear, accompanied by an eerie whistling sound and a flashing green light, which makes its way slowly around the island. Appearing to both guards and visitors alike, the spectacle vanishes just as suddenly as it appears. Ooh. There's something about a green light that spooks me out. Yeah. Like the glowing green eyes of the thing that they call the thing. Like, mm-hmm. that's fucking, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, when the prison was still open, other guards told of hearing phantom cannon and gunshots accompanied by screams that were so real, they sent the seasoned guards to the ground, believing that prisoners had somehow escaped and obtained weapons. Whoa. So a lot of prisoners of uh, war during the Civil War were sent here. Oh. So I think there's a lot of Civil War juju. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I skipped that part. Sorry. Okay. Uh, after taking cover... The guards would then cautiously look about to see absolutely nothing. These in- incidents would occur, would occur, but could never be explained. Another often reported experience of the guards was the smell of smoke that came from a deserted laundry room as if something was on fire. When they went to investigate, the black smoke was so thick it drove the guards from the room. What? However, just minutes later, the room was completely smoke-free. So it turns out, because they did have like a... Um, a psychic. They've had a lot of psychics, and one of them was Sylvia Brown. Oh, Did yeah. Did we report on her? Uh, she came in. She went to the laundry room, and um, and she went with an ex-inmate who later had said one of the um, inmates was murdered in the laundry room. Whoa. But she had already figured it out, and then he they kind of verified it mm-hmm. for her. So the laundry room is definitely haunted. So here's the most haunted area. Okay. The D-block cells. Ooh, Ooh, (laughs) D-block. Six of these cells were known as the hole, where the most serious offenders were placed and punished. Soup's naughty boys. Soup's naughty. (laughs) Bad, bad boy, you go into the hole. (laughs) Uh, But it sounds terrible. I researched like exactly what would go on there, but it was too much. It was just like basically they got a piece of bread, two pieces of bread and water a day, and then every third day they got a real meal, and they took away their mattress their mattress um, until from dusk till dawn, and then they got their mattress back. And sometimes they had just had to be chained to the wall, and they were they had to stand up for the whole 12 hours Ooh. naked. <gasps> yeah, it was not a happy place. No, that doesn't sound good. And they only had a bucket in the, in the floor to do their business in. Mm. Yeah. I, I was on board with the bread, but... Yeah, the, the business in the bucket? Yeah. Well, I had to use a bedpan for five days <laughs> because they gave me a broken catheter and I pissed my bed three times. So, oh, Amy, <laughs> it's been a week. You guys, I have no dignity left. <laughs> I have no dignity. She got in trouble from a nurse for holding her pee. Yes. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to go. And she got mad at me. She's like, you're going to get a UTI. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. But eventually, yeah, it happened. And you know how much I like to pee. You love to pee. It's like love, one of your favorite activities. It's like the thing that keeps me the most busy in life is uh-huh. my bladder. Yeah. I went like twice a day because I was oh like, oh my hey, God. Yeah. I also, it hurt to drink and eat. So yeah. I probably didn't have a lot in me. Um, anyway, I understand what it's like to be in the hole. <laughs> All right, so so a former guard who worked at the prison in the 1940s reported that guards often saw the ghostly presence of a man dressed in late 1800s prison attire walking the hallway next to these cells. On one occasion, when an inmate was locked in the hole, he immediately began to scream that someone with glowing eyes was in there with him. The thing. The, the thing. Oh. Yeah, the thing. So, but he, he was like, so the, this 19th century looking, you know, ghost that everyone saw, mm-hmm. he became such a, a practical joke among the guards that, um, you know, that the convict crying that he was being attacked by something with glowing eyes got ignored. They were like, oh, ooh, it's the spectrals <laughs> yeah. here. So um, they, the inmates uh, screams continued well into the night when they were suddenly replaced by total silence. The following morning, when the guards inspected the cell, the convict was found dead with a terrible expression on his face and noticeable handprints around his throat. Holy shit. The autopsy revealed that the strangulation was not self-inflicted. Uh, though an investigation was made because it's like, okay, which yeah. one of you guards did this? Mm-hmm. Uh, no one ever admitted to the strangling. It was believed that this evil spirit did the crime. Adding to the mystery, when the guards lined up the convicts for a daily count soon after this guy died, one too many convicts were in the lineup. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) So did I, so did I. Oh my God. At the end of the row appeared the recently strangled convict. (laughs) 
I got chills. I got chills. Oh, my God. As everyone, guards and prisoners alike, looked on in stunned silence, the ghostly figure vanished. Um, when renowned ghost hunter Richard Sennett spent the night on Alcatraz, Sennett locked himself in cell 12D, where this evil spirit is said to make his home. Totally on purpose, you guys. Mm. It was part of his plan the whole time. <laughs> Don't make a big deal about it. <laughs> As the steel door was closed, the ghost hunter felt icy fingers wrap around his Ooh. neck. No. <laughs> So here's some, um, a few, just one more modern thing, because uh-huh. a lot of this was like from like the yeah. 70s, 40s oh. through 70s. Yeah. So there's still haunted today. The ghosts did not go anywhere, especially because it's an island and spirits mm-hmm. can't cross water. water. So there's this ghost woman of Alcatraz. In 2014, a British couple on tour of the island captured a, go- the, a photo of a ghostly woman whom they dubbed the Ghost Woman of Alcatraz. Very clever. I know, how original. The couple claims they had no intention of capturing ghosts, uh, photos of spirits during their trip, and only noticed the woman, who appears to be staring knowingly directly into the camera's lens after they snapped the shot. Ugh. I wonder if it's the woman who was sobbing in the walls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Native American ghosts. Some ghost hunters and spirit seekers believe that they have interacted with ghosts from Alcatraz's earliest days. In fact, some believe that Native American American prisoners who perished during the Civil War still haunt the prison. Uh, there's reports of whispering and moaning sounds at night, and uh, a lot of people claim to see floating blue lights and figures. And some even report hearing the clanking of prison chains. Ooh. And last but not least, Al Capone's. Is it Capone? Capone. Okay, I thought so, but then I was like, we. I think we say Capone. Okay, I yeah. think it's Capone because my the e on my maiden name is is. Eat Della Valley, mm-hmm. not Della Val. Well, yeah, because he's a, Italian. Italian. It's probably I think it's Alfonso even. Oh, Alfonso. But I think it's like his American. It's probably Capone, but we yeah. say Capone. Yeah. Al Capone's banjo. All right. So Oop. legend has it. That, that was that- not the word I expected. What's the banjo from Deliverance? Legend has it that Al Capone spent many of his last days at Alcatraz strumming his guitar in the shower room. The guards granted him permission to play there rather than put himself at risk in the prison yard. Now some visitors of the prison report hearing the sounds of a far-off banjo strumming throughout the prison. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. He didn't die there, though. He died at a different prison. So I'm thinking maybe... It's just residual energy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that is The Rock. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Uh, I can. I should have led with that. My parents went to San Francisco a while ago and went to Alcatraz. (gasps) The only thing I remember them telling me about their trip Uh, it's a picture of my dad bowing down to some agave plants that they make tequila out of. I love your dad so much. Yeah, literally, it's just a picture of my dad. My dad just bowing. Oh my god! Like, thank you, Almighty Mm -hmm. Gods. For real, though. Mm. Yeah, right. We haven't done a tequila drink in a long time. Yeah, because we keep almost poisoning ourselves oh yeah you know in a few weeks i'll be ready to get poisoned again okay all right let's give it a go yeah i'm into it cool (laughs) well amy yes tammy uh this week i went to the other side of the country (gasps) and i'm gonna be talking about eastern state penitentiary in philadelphia pennsylvania uh it is uh I think I've heard of this place. You definitely have. You want to know why? Was there a Ghost Adventures episode? You know there was. Hell yes. I think I thought so. There is also a Ghost Hunters episode because this place is haunted. Raw, 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 raw haunted. Yes. Um, it was operational from, are you ready? 1829. Oh, dang. Till 1971. And it refined the revolutionary system of separate incarceration, um, which emphasized the principles of reform rather than punishment. Except for not really. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't really believe that happened at any prison. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Notorious criminals such as Alfonso Capone and uh, bank robber Willie Sutton were held here. Um, and it is considered to be the world's first true penitentiary, wow. which, you know, penitentiary, you got to think about it, 
penitence. Oh. Mm -hmm. So not just a jail, but it's like you go there to, you know, feel bad about what you did. You get to really think about your your Mm -hmm. sins. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, okay, so uh, it was also known as being the most expensive building built in the United States at the time. Whoa. Uh, and it became the prototype and design for over 300 prisons throughout the world. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Um, the system was used by the Quakers, uh, and it was designed to force the inmates sent there to look inside themselves and find God. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sure they did, didn't. That was the design. In reality, the system <laughs> which placed inmates in complete solitude drove many insane. insane. <laughs> right? Um, I mean, that's not how you find God. Yeah, so you so they um uh it was designed like kind of like we think of it now the same where it's like kind of like spokes off of a wheel. Yeah. So there's all those coming off. This was yes. the first one that was designed like that. And they were literally – here, I'll, I'll read. Cool. And then, so uh, prisoners at Eastern State had a toilet, table, bunk, and Bible in their cells. Uh, and they were locked inside their cells all but one hour a day. When the prisoners did leave their cells, a black hood would be placed over their head so they could not see any other prisoners as they were guided through the halls. What? Interaction and any form of communication between inmates was forbidden. So it was basically like, I mean, no offense to nuns. <laughs> but it seemed like they were kind of trying to recreate that whole like, no, no, no. Why don't you go think about what you did in your nice, quiet, private cell? Right, right. Um, They had said, too, that um, the doors were very short. And some people said that it was to prevent them from, like, attacking guards. But other people said it was designed like that on purpose, that you would have to bow as you came in, like a a sign of penitence. I bet that that makes Mm -hmm. sense. I mean, it's like... They had their heart in the right place, like reform. They just went about it in like the dumbest way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Inmates lived a life of solitude and would only get a glimpse of sunlight known as, quote, the eye of God, which came through a slit in the prison ceiling. In desperate need of human interaction, prisoners would tap on pipes or whisper through vents to each other. If caught, Mm -hmm. the penalty was brutal. Jeez. You want to talk about the penalties? (laughs) Was the penalty coach? Well, remember how we were no longer punishing but reforming? Yeah. Let's talk about how the punishment worked. Oh, no. <laughs> the water bath. <gasps> Inmates who broke the rules risked being dumped in a bath of ice cold water, then hung from a wall for the night. During the winter months, when this punishment was most popular, the water on the inmate's skin would form a layer of ice before morning. What, like like laundry? Mm-hmm. Just like wash them and hang them up to dry? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. The mad chair uh, was named such because it was not uncommon for an inmate to go mad before his punishment ended. Oh. Inmates would be strapped into the chair with leather strips so tightly that it was impossible for them to make the smallest of movements. They would sit for days without food until the circulation in their body almost stopped from the tightness of the straps and lack of movement. Jesus. Many people had to have amputations after that. Oh, my God. God. The iron gag. The most deadly punishment, known as the iron gag, was specifically designed for those inmates who refused to obey the no communication policy. An iron collar was clamped onto the tongue of the inmate and then chained to his wrists, which were strapped high behind their back. Any movement resulted in tearing of the tongue. Many inmates who suffered this torture died from loss of blood. I cannot believe this. Like my face right now. Isn't it very upsetting? It's so – I'm like, I think I'd rather be on Alcatraz. Right? I mean, Great holy news. fuck. There's one more. Jeez. And it's called The Hole. Don't <gasps> we just love holes in prison? We just love holes mm-hmm. in prisons. Dug under block number 14, the hole was nothing but a pit in the ground where, quote, incorrigible inmates would stay locked sometimes for weeks. There was no light, little air, and those thrown into its grip would receive water and a slice of bread. Just one. You got two at Alcatraz. Yeah, you did. Uh, if they got to it before the rats and roaches. Yay! God! Okay, it has been reported that the Quakers were not responsible for the punishments that the inmates were often forced to endure. The extreme penitence was something the hired staff in the prison designed and enforced. 
Charles Dickens visited the prison in the 1840s and found the conditions appalling. He described the inmates at Eastern Penn as being, quote, buried alive and wrote about the psychological torture the inmates suffered at the hands of their captors. Uh, prior to reform in 1913, the prison, which was designed to house 250 inmates, had over 1,700 prisoners. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Uh, finding the condition of the prison unacceptable, it was taken over and uh, reformed, and the Pennsylvania system was abolished in 1971. It was finally closed. Wow. So. That's some medieval shit. That's some medieval shit. It really is. Just like set up to cause some ghost so ghosts. shit. So many ghosts. Oh let's, my God. Let's talk about some ghosts. Okay. Um, I'm already scared just about the background. Basically, there is no part of this prison, and it's huge. There's no part of this prison where there's not something terrible going on at any given time. I can't imagine. They say that anyone that goes in there inevitably will hear footsteps, will see black shadows run past them, oh um, hear tapping on the pipes like the prisoners used to yeah, communicate. for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh my, and none of these prisoners, none of these ghosts would be benign. Like they'd all be yeah. malicious. Yeah, they'd all know? be real pissed off. Oh my God, oh my God. Um, okay, so here is a real intense story. Um, okay. The locksmith. One major paranormal episode occurred to a locksmith during restoration work in cell block four. Four. (laughs) Toilet wine. Cell block floor. A cell block tango. According (laughs) to the tale, he was working to remove a 140-year-old lock from a cell door when a massive force overcame him so powerfully he was unable to move. Some believe that when he removed the key, it opened a gateway to the horrific past and offered the spirits caught behind its bars a pathway out. I know. Oh, my God. 140 years? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The man spoke of experiencing an out-of-body state as he was drawn towards the energy which burst through the cell. Anguished faces appeared on the cell wall. Hundreds of disordered distorted forms swirled around the cell block and one dominating form seemed to beckon the locksmith to him the man's experience was so vivid years after he would shudder in fear when he talked about it oh my god okay uh in a typical year maybe two dozen paranormal investigations take place in the cell blocks um and they almost always find evidence of activity tourists and employees have reported hearing weeping giggling and whispering coming from inside the prison walls it is now open to the public and guess what what we're going it is home to one of the largest haunted houses in all of america are you kidding me they do a haunted house there it is basically like a permanent haunted house (laughs) and i told you it's all those like spokes i'm drawing it's really helpful for the podcast listener she's drawing in the air with her finger yeah Mm -hmm. so each of these like like cell you know blocks Mm -hmm. um has a different uh haunted house theme oh my god yeah um so it's super haunted for real and like, then also it's a freaking haunted house they didn't even need to do anything to make it a haunted yeah, right? house they probably were just like here pay ten dollars and come yeah. in Woo! right um, look at all the things we did our uh oh yeah so i told you there was a ghost adventurers yeah there's also a ghost hunters um i watched a little bit of it okay the ghost hunters uh-huh. Uh-huh. i didn't have time to watch all of it i didn't need to because guess what amy you got scared this was the episode with the famous dude run. run. <laughs> yes, I couldn't believe. Yes. I forgot. What is that's the best? Yeah, dude. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah, I'm so, so glad. Literally, oh Eastern God, State Penitentiary was the episode where ghost hunters uh, were yes. reprimanded for their unprofessionalism for running <laughs> from a black shadow. Um, and that is Eastern State Penitentiary. Except I've got a little haunter hoax for you, Amy. Oh, tie me. Uh-huh. A haunter hoax for me. A haunter hoax just for you. Well, I'll be. So it's a haunted house now. This is insane. And I bet I really want to go. There's a whole bunch of different areas. They're all themed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
there's like a map and you get to click and there's a little preview and it what? shows you like what it is. I want to go on so the website. So I've got four options here. There are actually like six of them. Um, I have four options. Which of these did I make up? Okay. All right. As for sections of the haunted house. Yes. Okay. 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 There's one called Lockdown. Zombie inmates have taken over and are rioting. Okay. B. Infirmary. You'll encounter maniacal surgeons, dentists, and nurses who are sharpening their scalpels for some unnatural operations. That's B. Okay. C. The mess. Gross out treats and eats are on the menu in this culinary nightmare of a cafeteria. (laughs) Or D. Machine shop. Hidden deep in the cells is a forgotten machine shop pervaded by evil. So, oh my gosh, zombies, okay. zombies doctors, doctors, mess, mess hall, hall, machine, machine shop. shop, mess hall. You're right. Yes, it was my favorite one, though. I'm like, I want to go to that one. Thank you. I was also like, missed opportunity, you guys. Total miss. If they're listening right now, that yeah. is going to be one of their next yeah. haunted houses. Hashtag, I call it. Oh my god, that is so. That's crazy. Yeah. I cannot believe that there's a like ongoing haunted house there, and it's year round. I think so. Oh my! God. It was actually a little difficult to find the like haunted stuff because there's a haunted house inside of there. Oh right! So then when so, we dig up pictures, it's going to be like we can try and find pictures from like the 70s. Oh, there's a great terrifying picture of like the inside of it where it's just like a real old picture like looking down on it's it's real scary yeah it's super duper scary well when like i feel like if you were really doing a ghost tour there or not tour like a ghost hunt there Mm -hmm. that'd be horrifying because then you run into like a fucking zombie like prop from the actual like haunted house yeah you're like excuse me was that when did when you and i did the queen mary because i've done it twice now Mm -hmm. when we went where they said did they have out all the things because you know how they do a haunted queen mary um almost like halloween horror nights they do that kind of a thing I no. don't know because okay. it, when we went, it must have been like May or June. That's right because our pictures were in like summer summer clothes. Well, it's California. But <laughs> the only reason I know that is because we when we decided to write our show, we started writing it in like er, like late July. So right? that it would come out during Halloween time. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So when I went the second time then, mm-hmm. they still had their props out from like the um, like the yeah. spooked spooky tour that they do mm-hmm. and and they were like just ignore all of this it's just part of the haunted maze we do during this time of year but we're doing the ghost tour and i'm like this how do i know that this is one of the props from your maze yeah. or this is like legit like yeah. fucking little beady eyes staring at me uh-huh. i don't like tam's halloween is coming up it truly is we need to start planning on that episode oh. and you know what we got to do we got to find some portable equipment yeah, and do a live ghost hunt. We got to go do a live ghost it's gotta hunt. It's got to be the Halloween episode. It has to be. We got to do it. We'll figure it out. The guys, what if we did a GoFundMe and you just we just raised together enough money that we get some portable equipment? Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. That wouldn't be so bad. We could do it pretty affordably, I think. We would need like 500 bucks. It's really not that bad. Honestly, I don't know if you know this. Amy recently quit her job and then had a major medical emergency. So <laughs> just – I'm not asking for help with my medical bills, but instead, <laughs> could you guys – some mics? Could we just have some portable fucking microphones, please, so that we can do this for you? We just want to do it for you. <laughs> I like how we're like – we're like – what is this? We're like – Guilting? Yeah. <laughs> At least we're not setting up a GoFundMe paid for Amy's medical bills yeah. and then using it to buy mics. We're being transparent. Yeah. I don't Open. know which would be worse. Oof. That would be so mean. That would be really, really – I bet people do that though. I'm sure they do. <sighs> Those people are going to the hole. <laughs> Those are some naughty, naughty boys, Amy. <laughs> they were bad boys. They were like not the cute kind of bad boy. They yeah. were like the bad, bad yeah. boys. Although, how bad is it to like tap on some pipes and say, "Hey, neighbor"? Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Apparently, you know that song. Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. Twice on the pipe, cling cling, means the answer is no. You know it? No. Well, there you go, guys. There was my song and dance for you. I love it's it. old. It's like from the sixties or seventies. You know what it reminded me of, though. What? Speaking of prisons, yes. Tie a yellow ribbon round the old 
old oak tree. Oh, I it's know that been, song. It's about a guy getting out of prison and coming home. That's what it's about. Yeah, and it's oh, like it's enough. It's an old song, right? If you want, if you want me to still be your guy, tie a ribbon on the tree, and if not, oh. I'll just keep going. Oh. And then and what do I see? A hundred yellow ribbons round the old. I heard that song and I didn't know that that's what it was about. I only know because I was in a play where we used it. That that dude had like a hundred girlfriends that were waiting for him? No, I think she was enthusiastically saying yes. (laughs) I see. Okay, I get it. But also maybe. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. He could have been an excellent pen pal. Um, we did it, Tam. We did it. We did it. We did. We made our dreams come true. Um, yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm. I'm we we got our new studio going. Mm-hmm. All of that computer monitor has not been moving at all since it's. I think Audacity is open on it, and nothing has been moving this whole mm-hmm. time. So I got really nervous. I trust. I trust too. But I was like, this is recording, right? Oh, I saw something move. We're good. It hurt you. It hurt me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, we did it. We both survived this insane uh-huh. week. Uh-huh. We got. We're d- delivering this episode on time. I can't believe we that. have like a two hour hour turnaround. Yeah, I will be editing this immediately. <laughs> I will immediately be doing the photos uh-huh. and the in the Instagram posts. But we're back. This is a fresh fucking episode. Holy <laughs> shit! We've never dropped an episode this fast. No, we have not. <laughs> the, uh, never again. Yeah, never again. Yeah, knock on wood. Here. I know. Um, Tammy. Hold on. Yes. You want me to go first? No, I okay. want to say oh. you should follow us. Oh, shit. Thank you. I yeah. keep forgetting. It's okay. Yes. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And on Twitter at Banshees mm. Booze with just the N in the middle. Mm-hmm. And please email us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com to share your own personal ghost stories with us. We typically try to share one per episode when mm-hmm. there's time. We have maybe one or two mm-hmm. coming down the pipeline right yeah. now. But please, please, please share them. We love them so much. It's so much fun to yeah. hear other people's like experiences because every Everyone has something. It, everyone. Yeah. Even when they don't believe, they're like, but there was this one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, you know, I love that so I much. do too. So please email us, especially now that I can't harass people at my job for ghost stories anymore <laughs> because I won't be there. Yeah. Um, email us at upghostinpersonal.gmail.com. Yes. Thank you. And remember, if you see a ghost, take a deep breath if your lungs will allow it and find a hole that's that's the perfect one mine was gonna be stay the fuck away from acupuncture <laughs> and namaste <laughs> bye guys bye